styling to stay or sell with Peony and Silk. Curate a space that will whisper, welcome home. As they walk through the door, peonyandsilk.com.au. Today we have a very special guest with us and he's here to talk to us about how to incorporate 70s glamour into your home. For as long as he can remember, Greg Natale has been passionate about interior design. The multi-award winning interior designer has become known for his masterly use of pattern and colour and his bold application of both in creating tailored, glamorous and sophisticated spaces. Greg studied interior design at the Design Centre Enmore and visual arts at the Sydney College of the Arts and he also studied architecture at Sydney's University of Technology. In 2001, he started Greg Natale Design and has never had time to look back. His first project for Greg Natale Design was decorating his sister's one-bedroom apartment. Since then, Greg's business has gone from strength to strength with designs featured in numerous local and international publications, including Architectural Digest, Harper's Bazaar, The Wall Street Journal, Vanity Fair, Vogue Living and Bell Australia. Among many awards to his name, one of the most recent is winning the International Luxury Designer of the Year in 2006 at the High Point Market in North Carolina. Greg has extended his passion for pattern line and colour into other design disciplines and has curated and created ranges of rugs, carpets, wallpaper, furniture and homewares. He has two books to his name. The Tailored Interior was first published in Australia by Hardy Grant Books in 2014 and his second book, The Pattern Interior, was released worldwide in 2018. In 2019, Greg's collection of decorative accessories and homewares were launched in the Berghoff Gordman on Fifth Avenue. Greg, thank you so much for joining us. It's a real privilege to have you here. Pleasure, goals. I'm happy to be here. Now, we're talking about how to incorporate 70s glamour into your home. Why is the 70s so important for you? I know you are a 74 vintage, as am I. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, back, what, 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 yeah. when's your birthday? In February. Same here. What day? 13th. I'm the 20th. Oh. There you wow, go. We're a week apart. Wow. Yeah, I'm the 20th. Are you an Aquarian? No, no you're no. not. You're, you're, I'm, I'm, you're I'm, Pisces. I'm on the cusp of Pisces, but I was actually born, I think I was born at about five. Yeah. I'm, I'm really on the cusp. I'm born about, I was born about 5 a.m. Yeah. So I just made be a Piscean. So do you have many memories of the 70s? Like, is that what massive influence for you? Yeah, I do. I do. And that is, I think that's why. I love the 70s so much because they're my first memories. Yeah, yeah. And I've got four older sisters. Ah, see, I don't have any older siblings, so I don't probably have a huge amount of – I remember ABBA, I remember – YMCA, that milkshake song. I remember going to a friend's, one of my friend's parents' friend's house and they had those sort of velvet women artworks and I just thought it was the most glamorous thing ever. But I don't have huge amounts of memories of the 70s that much, I don't think. Yeah, I I have a lot of memories because my sisters are a lot older than me so they were playing all the music, they were playing disco music. My parents built their big dream family house in 1978. Oh, that's smack bang in the middle of it, yeah. So we grew up in a very 70s home. Oh, fantastic. My mother is still in the house and we actually are just renovating the outside of it. It hadn't been touched since my father built it, oh, and wow. my mother, my mother refuses to leave the family house. We've actually just restored the exteriors. It looks amazing. It looks oh, like new. That's, it's kind of special when when families do that. We, I live in a 1920s house, but I bought it off the granddaughter of the guy who built it, and you can just you can tell that people really love like th- that was a loved family home. You know, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, there's been there's been a lot of great memories and. 
Yeah, my yeah. mother doesn't want to leave. Did it have shag pole carpet? It didn't. It didn't because my parents were Italian. <laughs> so it had – we had tiles everywhere, pattern tiles in the Natali house. Yeah, yeah, yep. And did you have plastic over the, the good lounge? No, no, we actually didn't. My mother was never that precious. My actually mother was never that precious. She wasn't. <laughs> but we do. And the tiles, most of the tiles are there. 20 years ago, my parents renovated the downstairs. Actually, they renovated the whole house. But upstairs, we kept all the patterned tiles. And then in the patterned interior, my last book, I photographed one of the sitting rooms and that room is all still intact. Is that where your love of pattern comes from? Yeah, it does. It definitely yeah. does because I grew up with pattern tiles. Yeah. And at the time, yeah. I hated them. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I was a teenager like you of the yeah. 80s. And my first interior design memories are Memphis. Yes, yeah. Memphis design. And yep. I loved everything black and white and yes. teal and pink and geometrics and, and, and checkerboard and diagonals. And my parents had this kitsch house with Baroque furniture and I hated it. But now I love it. Of course, I love it. Yeah, I love of it. course. I love it. Yeah, I love it. awesome. Penny and Silk. If you like our style, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You're really big on disco and Studio 54. You've, yeah. you've said that Studio 54 is like a massive yeah. influence on you. Yeah. I've got my glittery top on today. Uh, awesome. <laughs> I thought I'd dress the part. What is it about that? Look, I that, love. That is so. I love the, I mean, because it's my first memories. Yeah. And I remember the late 70s. I love the glamour of the late 70s. Yeah. So, Studio 54, I actually just re- – I'll show you this. I just redesigned my logo and it's actually in a <gasps> – it's, it's now – it's silver and gold like the Studio 54 logo. Oh, my God. Greg, that's so yeah, nice. Isn't that, isn't that really cool? It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, you know, as well as, you know, the actual interior of Studio 54 – you know, it was an old theatre. It was all painted black and maroon yeah. and the bar was like all brass. But it's also that whole era. I'm a big fan of Halston, the fashion designer, yeah. who at the time was one of the biggest fashion designers in the yeah. world. I'm in love with his house. Yeah. His house was designed by Paul Rudolph. Oh, really? Which is, which is one of my favourite architects. Yeah. And it was this big white minimalist house with grey on grey. And you know what a lot of people probably don't realise is the late 70s, was actually very clean. Yeah. It was actually very minimal. Yep. It was really yep. clean. But, you know, he used, you know, he used a lot of lacquered, a lot of lacquer, a mixed metal like brass and stainless steel, but it was actually a clean style. And I love yep. that whole clean era. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that whole, you know, all those clean lines of that era. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, I definitely love the glamour. I definitely love the glamour of that era. Yeah, I mean, it's synon- Studio 54 is sort of synonymous with the- with that really, isn't it? It wasn't around for very long, but it was oh, yeah. it was massive. Well, they the there's actually a really fantastic documentary that Ian Schrager. Yeah. So, Ian Schrager, who opened Studio 54 with Steve Rubell, they had it for three years and it was I think it was around for another six, but then – they went on to invent the boutique hotel. Ah, I did not know that. So they uh, after Studio Fifty Four, they had a club called the Palladium, which was huge. Yes, and then in the yep, mid eighties, yep. they opened the first boutique hotel, which was called Morgan's, and it's still around. And then they opened yeah. the Royalton and the Hudson and the Mondrian. So I've I'm a huge fan of Ian Schrager. I love staying at his hotels. He still opens hotels. His new one is called Public in New Hotel in New York. So, you know, he's still he's still doing things and he's got a new documentary and it's an amazing documentary and I recommend everyone seeing it. Okay. 
I'll definitely look out for that. Like our style, but wanting to stay? We also do bespoke interior design to make you love your home more. Peonyandsilk.com.au Now, in your um, apartment, which is a Harry Stadler apartment, you've sort of gone... Well, 70s is certainly one of the elements that you've used in there and you've used mixed metals as a way to tie those kind of various eras that you've got. Is that something, if someone was wanting to incorporate 70s glamour into their house, is finding an element of that and using that across the house the easiest way to incorporate yeah, it? What look, would you say? Look, with, um, with the apartment, I, I do love dark colours and I was with my partner in Paris and you know, I was searching for a color and I remember, I remember being in Paris and Jason said to me, Oh, you know, I really love the um, maroon and burgundy tones of Paris because Paris is burgundy and yeah. Paris, the color of Paris is burgundy and maroon. And, you know, we stayed at hotel cost and, and I look at that. I've even got this, you know, that I've even got some hotel cost hand cream. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, the signature color of hotel cost is maroon. So that's where it started from. So, you know, another influence of mine is travel. Unfortunately, we can't travel at the moment. I know. But, you know, we right. do travel a lot. Yeah. So we started with the color. Yeah. So then we made the decision, let's do maroon. So then, you know, I went and searched and I found the, the perfect maroon carpet. Yep. And then we brought it up on the up walls. The walls. Yep. And then in the kitchen and um, ensuite, we've, we've put on the ceilings. And then, look, I love mixed metal. I do yeah. love mixed metal. The apartment is predominantly brass, but yep. then we introduced the chrome, and I love chrome. Yeah. Yep. The Studio yep. 54 logo was has a mixed metal. Yeah, yeah. People are scared of mixing metals. Do you think? Yeah, they are. They yeah, are. Yeah, like they think if you're going to have brass, you need brass, or if you're going to have silver, you need all chrome. You need chrome and silver all the way through. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you look at a lot of watches, a lot of watches are, are mixed metals. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's almost like you have to think of it like a watch. Yeah. A lot of watch. I don't have my mixed metal watch on today, yeah. but I do have a mixed metal watch, and it's what I wear normally. If you think of a lot of watches, they're mixed metal. The key to mixing metals is you do need some pieces that actually have, have both have both so the yeah. vintage lights in our place have both yeah so you yeah. do need to find some pieces that have both and that's for glue and that ties it together and that's how it ties it yeah. all yeah yeah what about things that are around now that people could buy to sort of start introducing mixed metals you know anything that references the 70s like even perspex or mixed metals or there's so much out there so there is many. a lot out yeah. there there's a you know there's there's definitely a big strong influence of the late 70s there's so much out there i mean you know i do rugs yeah i mean a lot of what i do is is late 70s inspired those beautiful crystal bowls that you've got are fantastic and the perspex yeah you know my new little perspex bowls yeah and then you know i've just done some like new crystal bookends but even my new yeah. cushion collection um a lot of the listeners probably don't realize that the 70s was actually inspired by the by art deco yeah so you see a lot of art deco influences <laughs> yep. in the yep. 70s yeah so my latest cushion collection has got this sort of very 70s deco um, going on. influence to it yeah Awesome. In regards to products to look out for, Perspex, Mixed Metals, Art Deco inspired, Glass. Glass um, is a big one. Lacquer is a huge one. Yeah. I've got a range of maroon lacquered boxes that were inspired by our place. Greg, they're beautiful. Oh, thank they you. They're so nice. And, and they're they actually all natural. They're actually all natural. Yeah. They're not. They're, they're actually made stunning. from. 
they're from made from natural resin that comes from a tree. Yeah. So there's nothing synthetic about the lacquer and resin we use. And it's actually how Hermes make their um, – all their lacquer uh, boxes, they use natural resin like fantastic. the way we do. Don't imagine you using any other process, <laughs> you know. You wouldn't be – Cutting corners. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No. And look, you know, with all the, you know, with all the, so for my homewares, yeah. you know, all the, you know, all the factories and artisans we use are really the best in the world. world yeah. I've spent years and years traveling to all and weird and wonderful places, Europe yeah. and Asia and everywhere, looking for the best factories, you know, to make the best brass, the yeah. best resin, the best marble, the best of everything we're using in the store. It really is the best. Yeah. It's the best quality that I could find. Yeah, yeah. Marble's another big 70s thing. Yeah. And marble's massive. Marble's always around. Look, what I love, so my artwork, you know, is definitely an important one. In our own apartment, I've got a mixture of pop art. Pop art is very 70s. Yeah. Uh, minimalist art, which is – I've got a Frank Stella piece. Yeah. Which is very 70s. There's a local artist called Sydney Ball, and he was probably Australia's most famous hard-edged artist, and that's very 70s. So, if you look at the art in my in my apartment, it's all very 70s. Yeah. But if you're looking at the, the – they're the sort of eras that came out of the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, but you know everyone knows pop art Warhol. Yeah, Andy Warhol. Um, a lot of his, a lo- yeah, a lot of his art um, came out of the seventies. Yeah, yeah. I um I remember seeing a Andy Warhol exhibition in the Guggenheim in Bilbao in Spain, and it just sort of wow, it's amazing. Wow. What's, that, what's that museum like? It was it's fantastic. It was really amazing, and um yeah. Just the, the exterior of it's amazing, but then when you go in, it yeah, was great. I, love so Frank, there was, I do love Frank Gehry's work. Yeah, it was. Um, it was just on the off chance that his exhibition was on when I was there. Um, so yeah, I count amazing. my lucky stars being able to see that, and just the colours. Yeah, I've got a lot of books on Warhol, and I watch a lot of documentaries on Warhol. Yeah, I love Warhol's work, but you know his work is very seventies. Yeah, yeah, and his um, Basquiat was early eighties, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Basquiat and um, and also Keith Haring, who I collect. Yeah. I collect Keith Haring's work. They they did come out of the late eighties, but you know you can mix things. You know, yeah. you can mix things. Mix and match. There's no rules. You know, I definitely mix 80s and 70s together. Yeah, and the way you do that is by having a common theme all the way through in your color, color, color. Yeah. So, like the the Keith Haring work has got a lot of red in that, so he ties in all the maroon. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, you use color. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Color's a really good way to tie things together. We'd love to meet your friends and style them up. Share this podcast, then DM us, Facebook or Instagram, for your top 10 free styling to sell tips from our team at Peony and Silk. I think everyone associates the 70s with like, you know, with, you know, really heavy wallpaper and all those like quite bright colours. But, you know, the late 70s was definitely cleaner and it was really sleek and, you know, people like Calvin Klein, Holston, Paul Rudolph, they were all minimalists. I don't think it's something that people automatically assume about the 70s. I think shag pile, disco balls. Like, Which we love. We love, we love disco. Yeah. We love disco. We love it. We love it. <laughs> we love disco. But but that's the sort of – if people say I'm, I'm using the 70s as an influence with design, there's a potential that customers or your clients are going to go <gasps> – We'll go the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking yep. about – the the clean, beautiful, beautiful yeah. slick look that glamorous that came out of the late seventies. But you know, the listeners out there definitely Google um, Halston's townhouse. 
Yeah. Paul Rudolph's work and even what Calvin Klein was doing. Yeah. You know, some of his interiors, if you can find it on the internet, were incredibly slick and minimal. Yeah. And I'd also add to for the listeners to look at your Instagram page and search for the video that Belle did, which you tour through your property, which is, show, is a really great example of – and it's fantastic. So, thank you so much, Greg. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you coming on and talking to us. It's really great. No pleasure. <laughs> thank you. And as I said to you, I've got a soft spot for Newcastle because – my partner's from Newcastle, oh. so we spend a lot of time up there. Oh, I did not know that. Let me know when you're up. I'll have a coffee with you. Really appreciate That's it. A pleasure and lovely to chat. Likewise. Thank you. We love your style. Thanks for listening. Got any stylish questions for us or want to showcase your own style? peonyandsilk.com.au.